Open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. It is his and he made it and his hands formed the dry land oh come let us worship and bow down let us kneel before the lord our maker for he is our god and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is risen indeed.
sing unto the Lord a new song. Alleluia. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. Hallelujah. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Alleluia. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. Alleluia. The Old Testament lesson for this fifth Sunday of Easter is written in the twelfth chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah, beginning at the first verse. In that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, declare his doings among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted, sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Let this be known in all the earth, Cry aloud and shout, you inhabitant of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is great among you. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in the first chapter of James, beginning at the sixteenth verse. Don't be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there can be no variation, nor turning shadow. Of his own will he gave birth to us by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man doesn't produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, putting away all filthiness and overflowing of wickedness, receive with humility the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said, But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you asks, Where are you going? But because I have told you these things, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. 
it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I don't go away, the counselor won't come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he has come, he will convict the world about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment. About sin, because they don't believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to my Father, and you won't see me any more. About judgment, because the prince of this world has been judged. I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak from himself, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you things that are coming. He will glorify me, for he will take from what is mine and will declare it to you. All these things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he takes of mine and will declare it to you. Here ends the gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. In that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Alleluia, alleluia. Christ was delivered for our offenses, and raised again for our justification. In that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. In that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, he is risen, he is risen indeed. Alleluia. Today we continue to celebrate Easter, the resurrection of our Lord, and all the joy and hope that brings to our lives. And amidst this celebration, what do we see around us but constant change? Since the day of Easter, snow has now turned to rain, dry fields have gotten much rain, and most have been planted. Bare trees and gardens are starting to come to life. And not only that, but in mere days. Schools will be out and summer will be in full swing. Amidst Easter, there is change all around. But Easter is not the only thing we're celebrating today. Nor are all those things the only changes we're noticing. Because today, at Christ the King, we're also celebrating our own high school graduate as many congregations are. Where the high school graduate is making one of the biggest changes of their lives and their families' lives over this summer, leaving high school, leaving home, and going off to college on your own. Now, to our high school graduate, I've only been your pastor for about three years, but there are many in this congregation that remember when you were baptized, when you came into our congregation and were confirmed in the faith, I think I can speak confidently on behalf of the congregation and probably the pastors before me when I say that we're proud of the young woman of faith which you have become and we're looking forward to you staying in the faith. However, you may be thinking, I'm only going to a small college a half hour away. It's not that big of a change. Now it's true. The college you're going to is only 30 minutes away and that college is by no means large. But the change itself will be large, nonetheless. The change of moving out of your house to a dorm, maybe to an apartment later on. The change of making new friends. The change of majors and classes and on and on and on. 
So as you graduate and in the next few months embark on your college journey, and to your parents, as you see your oldest go off to college and home life change, and to all of us in this congregation who go through the changes of life ourselves, listen closely to what James is saying this morning, because what he is telling us in this epistle is, in an always changing world, seek he who is unchanging. Now James starts off by saying, don't be deceived, my beloved brothers, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. Notice in our gospel today that the apostles are also facing a change. Their Lord was about to leave them, first to die on the cross, then again to ascend into heaven. And as they approach these changes, their hearts are filled with sorrow. No doubt, just like your hearts are filled with sorrow, and maybe your oldest leaving for college. Or as... Others' hearts have been filled with sorrow as life has brought its different seasons, as friendships disappear, as the winter of death comes, takes loved ones away. With hearts full of sorrow, that's when we are most vulnerable in being deceived, deceived in thinking happiness is fleeting, that love is a mirage, that hope will leave and not come back, that things will never be as good as they were before the change. With hearts full of sorrow, it can be easy to be deceived into despair. And so that's why James says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. That is, don't let sorrow deceive you into hopelessness. And why? Because every good gift, every perfect gift, which you've ever had, and which you have right now, and which you'll have tomorrow, is from above. It's from the Father of Lights. He is the Father because He is the source of all life and goodness, and it is His nature as a Father to give you every good and perfect gift that is His. Every bright ray of light in your life is from Him, from your home to your spouse, children, family, friends, even the beautiful nature and weather we've enjoyed this week is all from Him. In baptism, He is your Father, and as your Father, He is glad to give you all that which is light and truth. And he is nothing but life. There is no darkness in him. All he can give is light, is good. So then, do you really think, my beloved brothers, that just because changes in this world may may take away a spouse or a child or a beautiful day, do you think that because of the changes of the world that your Father in heaven will stop giving you every good and perfect gift of his life, which is eternal? No. And to our graduate, as you move out, as mom and dad are not always around, as your support system and social network completely changes, don't think that that means that your Father in Heaven has stopped giving you His gift of light. He's your Father by His nature. He'll never stop giving you His good and perfect gifts, no matter the changes in this life. Now on top of that, James also says this about our Father. He says, The Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Not only are the gifts of his light eternal, but he himself is unchanging. And this idea of no variation, no change, is completely alien to us. We see it in nature. The sun is out half the time. Half the time it's not. Sometimes near, sometimes far, it can give us heat or it can hold itself back and give us cold. If you stand in one spot all day, the sun will even change and turn your shadow around you. The sun 
is perhaps the most constant thing we have in nature, and yet see how much it changes even throughout a day. Or look at night up at the heavens. The moon changes every night. It's never the same one night to the next. The stars and planets look different from night to night as well. And that's not to mention the, mention the constant change in the seasons. Now to the graduate at your graduation party, no doubt there are several reminders of changes in your life. Pictures from when you were born, when you were a toddler, then becoming a child, a teenager, a young adult. From being strapped in a car seat to then driving your old Pontiac by yourself. And others of us, ourselves, have experienced these changes after high school, going to college or training in trades, our first job, maybe your first firing, marriage, the birth of your first child, maybe for some for divorce, maybe for some becoming widowed. Growing up in the church, for some it was the bright red catechism, for others the old blue, today it's some maroon thing, and on and on. It's always changing, always a variation, always a turning shadow as the sun goes up and down on our days and lives. All of that is unlike our Father of Lights. His brightness and gifts of light are not changing like the sun. He has no eclipse. He doesn't come and go as the storm clouds do. He doesn't change night to night like the stars and the moon. Instead, he is unchanging. Unchanging so that your shadow in his light will not turn. He will never look at you differently. He is your father, the source of all that is good and true the giver of all good things to you. And as your unchanging God and Father of lights, here is what James says that our Lord's attitude is towards you in this constantly changing world. He says, Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. God's will towards mankind, towards you, has never changed. At the time of creation, he created mankind in his own image through his word, and by the Spirit he breathed his own life into mankind. And when mankind fell into sin, when we were conceived in sin, when our sin lost his image and made it so we are not his children anymore, after all that happened, did his love and will for us change in any way? And no, it didn't. Instead, it was his will to still give us every good gift and perfect gift from above. To come down from him so we may again have his life and be his children. And how does our Father in heaven bring us into life and sonship once again? By the word of truth. The word which left heaven to become incarnate who carried our sins to the cross and died in our stead. The word which died for our sins and three days later was raised for our justification. The word which in mere days from now will celebrate having ascended into heaven to reign in the flesh at the right hand of the Father. This is the word of truth which now comes from heaven as the Spirit proceeds from the Father in and by the Scriptures. So that in baptism, by the Spirit and the Word of Truth, you were given every good gift from above through the cross, and now your sins are forgiven. 
so that in the waters you receive every perfect, fulfilled gift and being made clean and born again, being made sons of God again in Christ, being reborn into the image of God, which is Christ crucified. That is every perfect gift from above. The word of truth is what comes down from heaven as the spirit at the words of institution brings us the body and blood of Christ, which was crucified and risen for us so that Christ always abides in us and us in him. This is the unchanging God's will for you, that you be in his image of Christ crucified, that you be his sons. Our dear graduate, as your world constantly changes, meditate always on this. God, who is your Father, never changes, which means his love for you never changes, which means his will, his desire for you never changes, which means his gifts of light from above to you never changes. Your baptism never changes. It's always true. His word preached to you never changes. It's always molding you into his image. The flesh and blood of his son for you at this altar never changes. It's always here for you in this life. All this the Spirit brings down to us from heaven as he is con- as he continuously convicts the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. In a world which he convicts by the word, in that same word, the Spirit brings you the gifts of forgiveness of sin. He brings you the gift of divine righteousness. He brings you the gift of a judgment from God that you are innocent, that you are his son. Again, to our graduate and your family, to any of us going through any change, In this life of constant change, always seek and be anchored by that which is always unchanging, the word of truth, the flesh and blood of our Lord. And with this, St. James ends his epistle today saying, All this so that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. As we are brought the unchanging gifts of our unchanging Father, James tells us that we are a kind of firstfruits of God in the resurrected Christ. That is, even in this life, as our flesh is being mortified, our Lord has already begun to sanctify us, to make us holy in the nature of his Son. So then, don't be deceived by filthiness or the rampant wickedness of the world. Because when change fills us with sorrow and fatigue... Those are ways in which the world will try to deceive us. Even at a little college, you will be surrounded by the filthiness and wickedness of the world. And it will try to tempt you in a myriad of ways, especially knowing that you are leaving home and are vulnerable. So James says, don't be deceived. All of that is darkness. 
And since there is no darkness of God, none of it is from him. If none of it is from him, then none of it will make you righteous before him. The world may call it righteousness. The world is a liar. Instead, James is saying that as you seek and take hold of the unchanging, also strive to live in that new nature of Christ in which you were baptized and of which you partake. So then be quick to hear and slow to speak so that the word of truth may enter your ears. Be slow to anger so that the word of truth may enter your heart. In such a way, you receive the word of truth meekly and humbly every Sunday, so that as the word of truth continually and always implanted in you, it may save your soul, so that you may not be deceived by what is out there. Because the word being implanted in you is how all that is the Father's and the Son's becomes yours. It is how you became a child of God. It is how you will keep from being deceived. It is how even now you are becoming a first fruit of the resurrection, even as you go off to college. So our dear graduate, as you face a flurry of changes, remember, live in repentance. Receive the word humbly. And as you do, always seek that which is unchanging. Alleluia, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, who makes the minds of the faithful to be of one will, grant unto your people that they may love what you command and desire what you promise, that among the manifold changes of this world our hearts may there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you, so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic, with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people, and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Joseph, our President, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our Governor, the Legislature of this State, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities, and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. 
especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishment, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise, and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech thee to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please thee. Into thy hands we commend our bodies and our souls and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.